see some uh, some some new faces in the crowd this week. Uh, thanks for everybody for coming back to see some familiar faces. Oh, Bob, what's up? Point goes to my couch pulls out, but I don't. Very funny. <laughs> Brunch, hit it, boys. Brunch the podcast that's fancy like Applebee's. It's our little thing now. We call ourselves fancy like Applebee's with the Oreo shake and the barbecue <laughs> barbecue stain on our white t-shirts. That's us now. I do uh, I do like the fact that Applebee's had the audacity to put together a jingle in which they call themselves classy. Oh no, that Applebee's, that's not an Applebee's thing. What do you mean? That's a song. That's like that. That's a real song. Oh my goodness! I thought that they Walker like. Hayes. I thought that they commissioned somebody to make that song for the purpose of a commercial. So I thought I knew the smallest amount about that. I, I thought I was like <laughs> I generally understand what it is, but I wanted to actually go through and like do some Wikipediaing and look up like what the deal is between Walker Hayes and Applebee's. No, it is. Uh, let's see. During the COVID-19 pandemic, Hayes and his family decided to make TikTok videos for fun, creating dances for several songs from his EP Country Stuff for his children, including Bubba, but geez, like, <laughs> I, I, this is under background of the song. Wrap not, it up, pal. Not Walker Hayes' uh, <laughs> personal, personal Wikipedia page. <laughs> I'm getting This right now is giving me Jesus. early years. God. It should... Okay. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, the TikTok video for Fancy Like has received more than five, okay, uh, became a popular meme and led to the song becoming a viral hit. In response to the song's popularity, I'm skipping several graphs to get to this part even. Okay. Applebee's brought back its Oreo cookie shake, which was mentioned in the song and had been discoed in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. The chain used the song in commercials during the late summer and fall of 2021. Easily the most annoying and less lovable and least lovable ice cream themed or dairy dessert themed commercial on television. <laughs> Geico true. has nothing to worry about. <laughs> that is very, very true. Also, I guess I should retract my, my previous statement because like from watching Friday Night Lights, we know that a t- uh, like a southern town getting an Applebee's can be a real game changer. And there's just a thing that um, don't ask why I was I heard um, an Aaron Lewis song. Aaron Lewis is the singer of Stained. He recently was in the news because he sang "It's Been a While" twice during one of his shows. We <laughs> discussed right. on a podcast. Um, He's so drunk. Yeah, and he has a song uh, called um, like. Uh, northeast redneck or something and it's about being from like lawrence massachusetts but also like we like doing this and we'd like doing that sort of stuff and okay uh but yeah to each their own right but there is a it did give off this kind of pride that sometimes you hear in country flavored music where um you wear your simple taste you might find this to be not very classy well, me and my friends, 
This is our idea of class. This is all. This is we our need. Met Gala. Yeah, we you go to the Met Gala. You know, average Joe. We go to like we'll go to a Met Gala. Mm-hmm. They'll. That's right. They'll go to Applebee's. Okay. So they're sort of the, that's. Um, I'm sure you know the um, the Gretchen Wilson song, "Redneck Woman." She also sang "Here for the Party." She had a lot of. Um, oh, you're using like. Fine glasses. Check this out. It's a plastic cup. I'll pour the booze right in it. And I think that there's like a lot of uh, there's a lot of celebration and, and yeah. pride in that. So when you yeah, he- there's some we- honor in that. Yeah. So when you do hear a song like Fancy Like, which I don't believe I've actually heard the whole song. I think I've just heard just Applebee's the commercial fourteen thousand times during NFL Sunday. Dude, I mean, watching college football has not been good if you want to not hear that song. Lot of maybe it was college football then. I, so I associated with um, with college football, but it's possible it plays a ton during NFL as well. I'll tell you what, I'm seeing very few commercials during NFL. I bet it is just college football. I bet you're not seeing commercials during. You're NFL. right. I might be uh, conflating the USAA commercials with Rob Gronkowski in which he tries to steal military benefits. Let's uh, get into that. Too. <laughs> we, I mean, we Let's, have like 80 more minutes. Of I have, I have, stock, I have but... many, many uh, football commercial complaints from opening weekend of the NFL. It's the USAA commercials in which every every commercial storyline is that Rob Gronkowski is trying to steal military insurance, uh, and then. The other one is like the minute and a half long uh, NFL on ESPN commercial that played 16 times during Monday Night Football. It was a really funny and and well done commercial the first time that I saw it, but it is legitimately like a minute and a half to two minutes long. So anytime that it came on after that and it came on a dozen times after that, I was like, all right, well, I guess I can go like power wash my house and come back and watch the one the next series of downs can i can i weigh in on the uh the usaa yeah go thing? for it this is my read on it i don't know this to be true at all but it seems the message they're trying to convey they're on their lasso shit trying to send a little message that this is just for military people yes it is not for non-military people i had seen some buzz recently on twitter but this was only within, I would say, the last two weeks, where people were reminding you that AARP, you can get those benefits even if you're not a retired person, mm-hmm. which they got to change those letters then <laughs> if it's not... What if, does AARP stand for anyway? I, I can guarantee you what the RP stands for. Retired people? It's got to be retired. Let's see. AARP formerly called the American Association of Retired Persons. Okay, so this is, if it's formerly called that, I bet it's not called that anymore because anybody, they're, they're saying anybody can get down with it. That's at least my... So when a, a couple days later, after hearing all that, I see these commercials saying, hey, USAA is just for military. We're not selling out and catering to these millennial cucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's my read. That it's like a reactionary thing of, hey, these services that provide benefits to specific people. I know that some of them are trying to pull like a two thousand. I don't know what it'd be like two thousand nine Facebook and open the floodgates. When did Facebook go from around there? But it, it used to be. Kids might not know. Facebook used to be. There's a movie. Check invite it out. Invite only. It was an invite only thing. Mm-hmm. You had to be a hot person from Harvard, <laughs> and then they were like, okay, you can be a hot person from other colleges, and they were like, uh, nice. you have to be played by 
what's homegirl's name? Dakota Johnson. Yes. She's in the social network. No, uh, are you talking about Rooney Mara? No, but well, both of them are. Who's I suppose we get keep Dakota firing Johnson. these off. Uh, also, Rashida Jones, Rashida Jones is in that movie. Right. It stars Jesse Eisenberg, features Andrew Garfield as <laughs> the guy who feeds chickens to Spider-Man. other chickens. Yes. yes, it was a very bad thing. Justin Timberlake, formerly of NSYNC, also in that movie. But uh, but my but like my I guess one of my other questions, my bigger question, biggest question is why did Rob Gronkowski do those commercials? Because he looks it's, horrible. It makes him look like a the like dumbest a person mooch. in the world. The dumbest person in the world. One because he like is the dumbest person in the world. My mom thinks I'm special. Yeah, they gotta... wouldn't have signed off on that. Uh, and number two, strikes trying to steal valor. Yeah, the, the, that whole thing. I, I, I'm I'm with you. I don't like those. But I also I also don't quite understand why USAA is spending all this money to advertise to like a a very small percentage of viewers. And like you would think that if you're in the military or you had been in the military, you'd be aware of USAA. Yeah, like you're probably not finding out via uh, NFL Sunday Countdown. Yeah, that confuses me. It really it's a does. lot of money to spend for like a very segmented portion of your audience. Yeah, and we could do an entire episode on the weird branding of Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> that 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 is all just so weird to me. He's not the I guess stupidest person in the no, world. But and I guess like he's may, making like, money selling that that character or that image. You know what he is? He is male Sofia Vergara. That's true. Where he's probably we like, know you're better than this. He's probably like showing up to these shoots and he's like, okay, uh, I figure. Hold on, let me get my cheaters. Like has his like glasses and everything. He's got all these notes for ideas. He's like, all right, so ah, uh, oh, geez, we're actually losing light. I uh, like he has all these. He knows what he's doing, and they're like, cool, sounds great, Rob. What if you wear crew socks and sit on the couch? In like sweatshorts and yell at your mom. Like you could say, uh, "Have you seen? Uh, have you seen Wedding Crashers?" You could do like some stuff about meatloaf and or getting you food. I think everyone would get a kick out of it. And I'm sure Rob Gronkowski's like check clears whatever. But I think we all know it's like yeah, much what? like Sophia. All of Sophia Vergara's characters, other than Chef. Shout out Chef, sneaky progressive. That's true. Uh, like she had her shit together in that movie. In every other role, she's they're just like. Do the accent. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, okay, so what if everyone gets what's going on, but like you're a little confused by it? And she's like, I. Because, I, you know, I get, you're foreign. I, I don't know what the, the handling. <laughs> we've done episodes on this before. Yes. Of like, why every Sofia Vergara character has to be like, oh. And if she, she doesn't just, get so, it. Yeah, she doesn't get it. And I'm like, I saw Chef. She was like the only smart person in that movie. And I'm like, she landed Joe Manganiello, a- and that guy's a. Yeah, that's a hunk and a half. That's right. Who do you think? Yeah, I mean, she's the both. Both can be brains of that relationship, but I'm thinking they're both the brains and the brawn. That is just a strong, strong couple. They keep it fancy, like the bees, Apple bees. Uh, you want to buy? You want us to buy Applebee's stonk, and not yes. like to like purchase Applebee's stonk, but no, not to hold. Everybody hates Applebee's now <laughs> yes. because of those commercials, and. We should just like lean in and become Applebee's guys because there's going to be room in there. Absolutely, there people are people are jumping off the side of the the deck of the Applebee's as the ship is going down right now. 
perfect time to buy some real estate. And and like it, it reminded me that years ago, I believe at this point, we had I don't remember the context of it, but we come came up with the idea that we should just podcast from an Applebee's. I think the idea was go to some fast uh, some some. Uh, well, what would you what do you call that type of place? Chain it's, restaurant. It's definitely not a fast a chain. Food, it's just that just a chain. There's yeah. no specific. Yeah, I, I mean, like I guess a ch- I, I, when I say like when I think chain restaurant, I always think of the chain same chain bar things, and though. grill type. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah if like you say chain ninety nine Applebee's, Chili's. Exactly. That's the chilies. stuff that jumps to the front of the line. Right. So just chain restaurant. I believe now. I think he's coming back to me. They there might have been like some drink. That they were advertising. Yes, that is it. It was the Dugarita. Is that what it was? It was the. Du- I don't uh, think so. Like, that came after. Oh okay. no, I think you're right. I think it was the Dugarita, the and Mountain Dugarita. We were like, let's just go there, and I, I vividly remember the idea of being shown to our table, then saying thanks, sitting down, and just like taking out our equipment, setting it up, and banging out an episode, <laughs> and being and just because like- it is a good place to. It's like. The, the dimensions in the space so much very space. well. Yes, as long as you're using dynamic mics, you're not getting a ton of that noise in the background. I mean, we good. we insert the noise in post anyway, so That's like true. to have it naturally would be would be a uh, change of pace. But I think that like the the joke is that we would podcast, and then every time the waiter or waitress would come around, we just be like, oh yeah, another round for the boys. Yeah, just keep doing dugaritas. Love that idea. I mean, I've always wanted to just spend hours. We would, I, I, I would ask my friends to do it at Friendly's, and they would all say no. But I'd be like, what if we just showed up at Friendly's one day at like 1 p.m., empty stomachs, ordered food. They give us the food. We eat it. That's not good. We, we can do more than that. So then when as we're finishing up and she's like, anything else? Or he or she. Waiter could be anybody. Uh, we're like, yeah, um, I'm going to do, and then you just order another, another entree. Meal. <laughs> Everybody goes around and does another entree, and you just do that like five or six times, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't cost that much money. No, I definitely mean, not. You're looking at at that point probably like seven, eight bucks a meal. <laughs> it's not going to be anything crazy. I believe they're coming with sodas as well. Sometimes they have those like those meal deals too. It's like two for two for fifteen or something. Oh my goodness! I'm a man. I'm gonna. I'm going to be quite old here, but I hope everybody remembers a time in their life where there was a place that they could go and get like a burger, fries, and a soda for legitimately like $2.50. Yeah. Crazy. God damn. But yeah, I am uh, I am 100% on board with that idea. Like everybody, I feel like the cool thing to do is to like do it at a brewery or something. Yeah. And like would love to do that, but also... I think we got to do a chain restaurant first. It's more on brand. I, yeah, I like doing a chain restaurant. I think that obviously our thoughts on breweries are quite established at this point. We love them. Go as often as we can. But I think it's like like a little less socially acceptable to do it at a chain restaurant, and that's why I'm kind of into that. Yeah, like absolutely. no, I feel like nobody would really bat an eye if you recorded a podcast at a brewery. Yeah, but to do it at like at like a an Applebee's or a 99 with like a family of six right next to you. Quite funny. Another really fun idea would be whether this could be done at a brewery, too. Brewery, Friendly's, Applebee's, wherever. Wherever you consider to be fancy. (laughs) We DJ trivia, but... It's just a podcast. Nobody's playing. (laughs) And nobody there knows. I'm sure they'll deduce it at some point. Nobody there knows 
the trivia is not actually being played. <laughs> so we just sit there and we have like shitty sounding mics. All right. All right. Okay, we're going to, after this song, get your answers in now. Okay. And the answer to who sang background vocals on 6th Avenue Heart? <laughs> Oh, all flowers. I was just going to say, instead of trivia, it's just the answer us is reading that. our fun book of yeah. fun facts. The answer was somebody wrote Jacob Dylan. He <laughs> did, I believe, did probably, if they did overdubs, perhaps. We're not going to, we'll give you half a point, team. Oh, okay. It was, it was Adam Duritz. <laughs> just do that for like two hours. <laughs> see some, uh, some. Some new faces in the crowd this week. Hey, thanks for everybody for coming back. To see some familiar faces. Oh, Bob, what's up? Point goes to my couch pulls out, but I don't. Very funny. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> we just use these stupid voices. <laughs> oh yeah way funnier if we just like did not get it approved by applebee's <laughs> yeah. or whatever just show up you can buy like i think they're called like uh i think they're called like passport pas or something fender makes these little things they're like it's like a little suitcase basically and like you open it up you fold it out and it's just like pa system speakers <laughs> microphone mixer we just pop up get set up so all right let's combine all these ideas we do the thing where we show up to the booth take out our stuff and start podcasting but we get shown to the booth take out our stuff and just run trivia (laughs) i love this idea especially the idea of like doing trivia but doing it in a brunch fashion where we like do the trivia question and then like 40 minutes of dawson's creek talk and then the answer to the trivia question (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like 90% of the restaurant has finished their meals and is already packing up and leaving by the time we give the answer to the first trivia question. And then also we we find out like what the name of the or we, no we don't know what the names of the tables are but we just decide like what the tables are called. <laughs> so like we're doing trivia. Nobody is playing. They are living their lives. They're on their dates, they're with their families, whatever they're doing. And like we start yelling at them for being on their phones. Oh, I was, gonna, I was just going to say. Table that. six, watch the phones. at patrons on their phone being like, I know you're playing. You can't be on your phone. Disqualified. Table six, that's a phone. <laughs> no, thank you. I have no. Also, I we don't know these mics well enough to know what it sounds like as we're doing. We're just cupping them. And, and trying to make it sound yes. overmodulated and shitty. Who knows what this sounds like? This could all be just like it's my turn to edit this episode. <laughs> so this is I've just signed up for a death sentence. This is going <laughs> this to is be all just you cannot hear anything that we're saying in any of these uh, any of these jokes. Okay, it's funny to us though, so that's all that matters. This this rock and roller, you might know him by one thing, but you could also know him by. Hercules. Who is it? Who is it? The answer is Elton John, whose middle name is Hercules. Oh. After like 55 minutes. Like Elton John is incorrect. We were talking about Hercules. If you saw the Disney movies, there's a lot of music in that. They have the the zero to hero people. They have the and that's the and that's the the doggone truth. The gospel truth. You seen Hercules? Not in like I haven't 20 in a thousand years. years, but there was uh there was Hercules. There was was her name Megara. I remember that it was like a cartoon, but like kind of fine. Okay. There was uh, James Woods played 
Hades, right? Now everybody hates, hates him. Hates these they, James they Woods. Hates these guys. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 how they feel about about him. Um, that is such a good idea. Yes, because this, this is up there with uh, the stand-up idea. Yes, yes. exactly, the stand-up <laughs> idea. That honestly, still about once a month. I find what a about... person who doesn't know about that idea and tell them about it. And it's always received super well. What Insane. if we did what if we did that combined all these ideas? I think it's funnier in the restaurant, but what if we did it at like an open mic night and we brought a, a folding <laughs> table on top of the stage? She just like <laughs> and just turned it into trivia night. Oh my god. I mean, if if we had the kind of Nobody would find. I think the maybe the thing that makes the uh, the the open mic night idea funnier, yeah, is that nobody has time less time for your shenanigans than like an aspiring comedian just wanting to do their five minutes at an yes. open mic night, and then you just, just <laughs> monopolizing the time and turning it into trivia night, yeah, with nobody on board. I mean, if we want if we wanted to sell out. And we, if we had, say, the local relationship to where we live that, say, Circling Back does, where Circling Back will do, like, events in Austin, and that's really cool. yeah. We're more... Well, I think it also helps that they have people that listen to their podcast. That's right. They they probably got more of those. But, like, they're they're very, like, identifiable with Austin, and Mm -hmm. they, they, like, love the whole Austin thing. And we're more, like... We'll throw it out into the world, and yeah, whoever gets it gets they're it. like addressing people by city. They're like, "Hey, Austin backers, right? L.A. backers, Couldn't be we're us. gonna be in this city. Chicago backers, let's do an impromptu meetup." We're just like, I just assume the everybody's six in people Minnesota. that listen, the six people that listen on Twitter, let's do a meetup. I assume everybody's in in Minnesota, but um, we could do like a like brunch trivia where we get untouchables together and it's like just go to this bar and we'll be doing that we'll just be like emceeing the bar for that night it will not be an actual game you don't play along but we're we'll just play music and ask questions that there will be no prizes <laughs> just total background noise but th- that would work that would be the way of like making it a community thing the way of actually making it a funny thing would be to just get a place that lets us go do that. I can't like, imagine any place would let us do it. Any place is just like willfully pranking their customers. <laughs> right. And we so we'd have to ask them. I mean I have a couple places in in mind, like local places that if I were to say, "Hey, I've got this if I were to say like sincerely we want to do a trivia night, these places would say absolutely go for it." I don't I don't know how they would react to to this, but I would have to tell them like don't promote don't promote it right don't we don't want like, trivia tonight. people showing up and getting pissed yes <laughs> we want people who are there and assume oh there's people here because the tri- right. those guys are here and that there there must be trivia tonight we want confused people not angry people <laughs> that at some point realize nobody's playing <laughs> trivia there is not a game of trivia not a single guys... person not a single patron of this restaurant has walked up and delivered a sheet of paper to the trivia no no maybe would it be 
would it be funny to just have like Jeff at a table by himself? Just keeps getting up every now and then and like brings stuff <laughs> and over. And we to just us? throw it in the trash <laughs> as soon as he drops it off. Yes, yes, we throw it in the trash, yeah. and he like thanks us, yeah. and then sits back. To- so at some point, someone catches on. They're like, "Okay, I think only that person's playing trivia." And, and then they're like throwing away his answers. He threw it away. That time, they took it, crumpled it up, and then th- hit him in the back of the head. <laughs> as he was it's the best idea that would be ever. So confusing. That would be. I can you listeners just we're gonna replay that visual. Are you, like I think one person's playing, but they don't seem to be reading anything he's doing. He's not getting any time, points. Yeah, he's not getting. Who's getting points. other points when this is the only guy dropping yeah. off? And then that this time now that like I'm locked in on it, I watched him. And they just took it. And threw it at him, but there wasn't any sort of confrontation. He just went back and sit down, sat back down. I can just envision like the light whispering at tables around the restaurant, and then like possibly the people eating asking like their waiter or waitress to be like, "Hey, do you know what's going on? This seems like a very weird operation. This it's only is, that one guy playing. This is such a funny idea. I can think of two places that I, without a doubt could talk into them letting us do it. One of them is a brewery. And the, the brewery, again, I'm afraid that because they'd be drinking and enjoying themselves. It's, uh, yeah, I think be, it's like, more of a social are, environment People are too cool at breweries. Right. They'd be like, oh my god, dude, this is so weird. This is all, like, people got to get down here. They got to see the show these guys are putting on. And we're like, no, no, no. We want you to be confused. <laughs> right. You, I think you legitimately want like, like a high school couple on like a date and like a family of four yeah. or five with some just trying to like keep their small children in check mm-hmm. and also just like trying to to survey what is happening. Yeah. I think that's that's like the clientele we want here. Think like I think think like Tim Robinson type of vibe where like people are at a thing. The space restaurant. And then suddenly the space, the space restaurant, restaurant would be a great buff one. boys type yes. of thing where everyone's like What's going on? These people are locked into whatever they're doing, but what are they doing? It's like, this seems like a shell of an appropriate idea, but everything else is going wrong. Dude, we have to do this. (laughs) I I mean, I don't want to say, like, another blood oath, but, like, this is, like, blood oath type of stuff. Like, have to do it. I think this is a great idea. This will make us no money. Yes. And, like, there's no real content to get out of it because we're going to be not really, like, recording... We're just basically doing it for fun. I mean, could we put like a little hidden camera spy type cam? Of thing? I, I'm I'm afraid of the idea that like a camera gets spotted and people are like, "Oh, they're doing something. They're doing a bit." We should be like, "Yeah, well, we're a business, <laughs> yeah. and we're trying to promote business." We've got a YouTube page. Have you ever heard of business? Because that's kind of like a two point question, and it doesn't <laughs> seem like you can even get that one. We're like super mean when anyone asks us a question. We're like having such a good time. Someone comes up, they're like, oh. "Hey, who's but?" Hey, what? No, we don't. We we're should play, say we're we're running something here. So we say that the cameras are up because we're going to sell this as an NFT. Oh, we uh, or for our protection. <laughs> what are those cameras for? You ever been in an Uber protection. and you see the dash cam? Yeah. Just making sure everything's safe. Right. And they're not pulling any funny business. Cool, they're cool trying to make vibe. sure you're not pulling any yeah. funny business. We monitor to make sure that nobody cheats because this is very, <laughs> very serious to us. I wonder 
see, this is not an insult towards you. This is you being like a uh, having a a more normal sense of humor than me. I think you would laugh first, and then I would just oh, definitely. Yeah, I would just like the, the second you started laughing, I would laugh. I would break so fast. So you, yeah, you would laugh first. I would laugh biggest, and that would it would be so over. <laughs> yes, Silicon Valley. Hey, Dinesh. Nice chain. It would take us months to like work up the courage to do it, and then as soon as we walk in, we just die laughing. <laughs> and the first... <laughs> then we just pack up and leave. All right, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm in. Everybody, you're hearing this? That's a good idea, right? Right? That's... I mean, you're on board. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash listen to brunch. While recording the last Patreon episode, we realized for... Probably the 16th Patreon episode in a row, we only remember to plug the Patreon when we're doing Patreon content, which does not help anything. But it it did help that we had a guest who is experienced at plugging Patreons, and so we had the guest, David Carter Ruff, heard of him, uh, plug our Patreon, and he did it in fantastic fashion. You didn't hear it because we didn't hear it. Because there was no audio recording. We recorded the entire episode of last week's Patreon. It was a Dawson's Creek review. We had Dave Ruff on. It was his it was first fantastic. episode of Dawson's Creek ever. It, it was an absurd episode of Dawson's Creek. It was the, very... the craziest one we've seen. Maybe? Mm, the one with Adam Carolla was pretty fucking nuts. Oh, yeah, that's true. That that's was true. Top, top ridiculous. Three crazy. Um, we did the whole episode. Very excited about it. And... We had uh, audio issues, and it was very, very demoralizing. So apologies. No Patreon episode last Friday. Uh, super bummer. It was and it's really, really embarrassing, uh, especially because if you have those audio issues, you don't want to uh, have a guest and waste somebody else's time. Yeah. We, we felt very bad, and Dave was great. The, the initial – it also stunk because that was like – the first time during the pandemic that either of us, I mean, we we are busy with our jobs and everything, but if something goes to shit, we can generally just kind of add hours to our day and figure it out. This was an extremely rare case where both of us actually couldn't do that. Pete was away. He was out of town. So we legitimately couldn't do anything. And then it gets into the whole like thing that we're going to have to deal with, like if I die or something where it's like, okay, do you like do episodes of it without me or like do i do episodes like that that sort of thing and we discuss like, that what happens if i die either one of i us. think i'm i think i it's more like knock on wood who did morbid and everything but i could no see wood it, in here sorry being me there you go that's oh, well you got particle board that's right baby peter you're an adult <laughs> um but yeah i was like I, I i had one specific idea that involved a non-pete person that would have been really funny couldn't happen so we didn't end up putting anything out and we were bummed and that stinks but um on fridays we do the dawson's creek episodes they're a lot of fun if you're an existing patreon person give us a message to provide feedback as to whether or not you like that because we put them out and the response seems to be good but we want to, it's, it's not as, it's not the same as when we like tweet out something to everybody and there seems to be that kind of immediate feedback. It's more, this is more of like, Patreon has it, so it's more of like an exclusive type mm-hmm. of thing. So naturally, there's it's harder just to find less, the feedback. there's just less feedback. There's excitement when we put it out, but we want to make sure that 
you're digging it because this is like this the is bonus like the, thing that yeah, and you this is like the sixth straight week that we've done it mm-hmm. because we are very excited about watching Dawson's Creek. And if you know the premise, we're not allowed to watch Dawson's Creek uh, outside of doing reviews for the purpose of Patreon. So like we really kind of just like zoned in on doing Dawson's reviews. So like, and we've been having a ton of fun doing them. So if you if you enjoy them, let us know. If you want to see more of something. Let us know if you want to see less of something else. Send us a message on Patreon. Yeah, hit us up. Um, and this is good. I feel good that we have plugged Patreon because when we decided to add more to the Patreon, we were looking around at other podcasts and everything and seeing like, okay, this is how like podcasts get from stage one, which is, hey, we're two friends and we have a podcast, which when we started the podcast... Even then, we would say, like, oh, so many people have podcasts. But, like, relative to now, it wasn't even close. Now everybody has three podcasts. And now it's like people have multiple <laughs> yes. podcasts. And I don't think, I mean, never say never. Um, I don't want to be a person who does a million podcasts. I want to be a person who's, like, everything I, a... I do is, like, the thing I do. Yeah, I, but I do. I, I'm very much into the idea of doing brunch with brunch offshoots. Oh, Love totally, that idea. Totally. So, um, yeah, if you want to see more of... Like, like, I don't know if I, would, I I said this to you, but I thought that it would be a very, very funny idea to do, like, all of the Dawson's Creek episodes and then release them under the name of, like, a, like, Creek Speak or something. Yeah. And release them all and then, like, release them in the order in which we did them. So it's a full Dawson's Creek series review, but in, like, the most insane random order that has ever existed. I love that. That's- so... Like, that would be an offshoot. I, I'd like to do more o- other offshoot ideas. We did the Friday Night Lights week. It's fantastic. So um, I want to do more, like, specialty weeks. A- Affleck week, of course. Affleck week was the best. was incredible. Um, so, like, if you have that, those sort of ideas, let us know. Patreon.com slash listen to brunch. Also, we should also, we haven't done this in a long, long time, but if you want to leave us reviews on iTunes, five-star reviews, that also helps the visibility factor. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just uh, wherever... I think you can maybe rate on Spotify, too, but I think that iTunes is the big one. Okay. Yeah. Or, like, Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called now. Yeah, I mean, I need to... The the, the whole... The whole, like, oh, well, the people who like it, like it, and right. that's all that matters to me type of thing. Like, I don't care about... Um, Very comfortable. Like, how many... Li- but that's the thing. Like, I, I always want to do more things. I want to do better things and everything, but I'm also not driven by... Like, I don't look at... We don't look at the, the listeners. I'm no. not like a... The listeners or the statistics. Yeah. We don't... I'm not, we don't... Like, I'm not a scoreboard guy because <laughs> right. I think that in, like, this sort of game, better teams can have worse records, and I don't want to be a person that just goes crazy, like, trying to chase, all right, I want to get to this many listeners, want to get to this many subs and everything, but, like... It is beneficial to have those things. Yes. And like we want to have as many patrons as possible. Dave said this on the last episode. I thought it was very eloquent of him. If you're not on Patreon, at least like consider this for like maybe why you get into it. The thing about Patreon, these are Dave's words, is it's for the patrons. That's so right. just I mean, if if that maybe gets you across the goal line, think about that. It once once you're in there. Everything on there is about you. That's right. It's pretty nice. So if you want to jump on the Patreon, God bless. Do it. It'll be a lot of fun. But mainly we're uh, just going to make these... Uh Uh-oh. Hold on. Uh Uh-oh. Who died? 
No, Budweiser just put out a very cool hat. Oh. And I'm going to tweet at them and say, uh, I'm going to direct message them and say, all caps, may I please (laughs) have one of those hats? Okay. Anyway. This is a tweet? I want to see the hat. I, I, it was a DM. Oh, what? Do you, you don't you don't DM with Budweiser? I do. Yeah, I I I've DM with Budweiser, but I'm more uh, I'm I'm more um, Instagram. No, they hit me up. No, 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 no. I get um um. What's what's the phrase? I'm getting uh, cozy. Yeah, cozy. When we, when yeah, we ta- when, we ta- when we like the canoodling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get cozy in the DMs. Oh, like with... the public. Yeah, yeah you yeah. like to be seen. No, 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 no. I'm saying I, I get more cozy in the DMs with, with Bud Light. Yes, as yes, opposed, yes. As yes, opposed correct. to so Budweiser. It's a, it's a Budweiser hat, but Bud Light tweeted it out. That is true. Interesting. Bud Light is definitely a more friendly, kind of social, um, yippity-yappity type of presence than Budweiser, and that's exactly how I want it. Yes. And that's why I like Budweiser more. <laughs> yes. That's why I way prefer Bud Bud Light Weiser. is going to send us a, a message on Patreon uh, being like, yo... Love the Bud Light talk. More of that on the Patreon episodes. Funny, fun fact: uh, we did do the um, the a couple months ago when we did the Budweiser versus Bud Light idea mm-hmm. for like competing sponsorships. Bud Light DM'd me and was like, "Hey, we heard the podcast. It's a very funny idea. R- then, it's then hilarious. Why do, they do this. <laughs> hilarious that somebody who's ever running the Bud Light account or whatever group of people is running the Bud Light account." Listening to brunch, yeah, but I mean, it is. This is like another story for another day. But the the list of people who have checked out brunch would like appall you. I don't know why it, it would appall you, stunning. but it would. It would. You'd, you'd be stunned. Man, That's man, not to puff out our chest because we just no, spent like five right. minutes so, being like nobody listens. We don't puff out our <laughs> yes. chests, and we probably should try a little harder to. Um, what, was it like the St. Louis Cardinals or something? Or like the Kansas City Royals that made like a very yes. niche brunch joke? They did a You Dropped This King. <laughs> no, they, they, they did a Where Are the Other Two Men King. Oh, yes. Yes. That was the most random thing that has ever happened. So that's the thing. Like that, That's always been not necessarily like my thing because I don't know if it's a good or bad thing. But I'm like, if like people who dig it are going to dig it. And we definitely have people who have... We've talked about this. People who like have loved us, gotten obsessed with us, and then like two months later, they don't follow either one of us, and we're like, "Oh my god, what the hell happened?" They just really What'd got burned out yeah. on us. No, I don't even think that, like it's like we we did something. I think it's more like they just kind of got their fix and they ran. We were talking about that when uh, Dylan was like, "Holy shit, are you hearing these guys?" <laughs> I was like, "Ah, very give, that's very nice way of you saying you just checked out the podcast, Dylan. This is adorable." <laughs> come and come talk to us in a, a month. <laughs> but yeah, so like it won't surprise me if a Kansas City Royals is making you drop this king uh, jokes or no, sorry, uh, where are the other two men king jokes? We just might not be the type to get the Major League Baseball Twitter account to like say all of our teams understand yes. this and yeah. know what it is. But we'll take the Royals, man. We'll take the Royals. We'll we'll never be royals. That's what Lord said back when she was good. A little theory I'm working on. Is there like a possibility that Lord 
this this is, sounds like a mean thing, and it's not my intention. Is there a possibility that Lord, like, really isn't good, and just had like an incredible week one time and recorded pure heroin? Yeah, I think it's quite possible. I'm th- there's like, if you want to have that conspiracy theory, it's kind of there. Like, is there a possibility that like Lord doesn't like, like, if you sat her at a piano and was like, hey. Music, go ahead and just uh, like, <laughs> sing. It's like, like is Jack Antonoff around here? I don't know how to like. Uh, not, I didn't mean to do that as like a like can't play their instruments type of thing. But I mean, like, Laura's this incredible musician and made this incredible album, and just and like then, hasn't like, come close to. Yeah, I've had that. You know, I've had. That did you see the news? Metallica. Did you see the news that Lord said that uh, every single one of her albums is inspired by a different drug, and that she's like every album she's been on a drugs okay well not to be mean but like that's every musician ever basically well that's a lot of musicians i was going to say but i'm gonna withdraw that i was gonna say like maybe if it's healthy for you dip back into like whatever Whatever you were doing in 2013 which is uh which is funny because uh she said that she was doing um mdma for melodrama which now makes more sense why she named the album melodrama melodrama mdma can't spell melodrama without that um what's the other one pure heroin pure Pure heroin heroin, yeah i'm saving that one for last acid nope uh acid is uh uh whatever this uh, really sunshine album is it's it's called sunshine yeah based whatever uh i think that that's acid and pure heroin you're never gonna guess pot yes (laughs) I was like, she's I a do, kid, so she's just smoking pot. Right, and I I do think that it's very funny that, like, it has a drug in the name, and it's not the drug right. she's on. Right, so I was going to say, um, if she was doing acid at, like, 14, 15, whatever she made that album, be like, wild. Yikes, then. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, great album, but let's, uh, let's not do that again. So, like, you're kind of in the clear to say, like, hey, maybe you should get back on the weed, because, like, the weed is probably the safest of of any of the, oh, yeah. the if, possible if I, if I declare substances. right now like Lord needs to smoke more weed, I'm gonna be like championed as like <laughs> brave for <laughs> some reason. Um, but that possibility exists. Did you see the New York Times? I I get targeted now. I get targeted. I think it's New York Daily News uh, targeted reviews of albums. And yeah, you said that. So I, I kept getting this same one about John Mayer, right? I was telling <laughs> oh, yeah, you, it's yeah. like, Saw Rock seems like it's more visual than audio. I'm like, good. It looks incredible, <laughs> loser. A plus. Uh, it I was do love the idea of the algorithm being like, you have, you have not stopped talking about this album for the last three weeks. By chance, have you not heard it? Are you interested in a review? It's crazy. It's, it's like, like when you buy like a vacuum yes, you cleaner. Purchase it. <laughs> yes. And then it's it's like, hey, I saw you bought a vacuum cleaner. Would you like that six one? more vacuum cleaners? <laughs> saw you were shopping for vacuums before settling on the Dyson, whatever the Do- Dyson V something. That's the one I got. And they man, free ad for them. The whatever the the it's 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 expensive. Whatever the like, one with the, the ball, the rotating no. head. It's it's got a it's got a ball on the bottom. Okay, but it's skinny. It's a stick. Let me see. It's got a ball on the bottom and it's skinny like a stick. Uh oh, sounds familiar. Heard of it? I must be talking <laughs> about the. Uh, I must be talking about the. Come on, the Dyson V. 
V8? Yes. Dyson V8. It is legitimate. It's a, it's it's a bit expensive. It's 400 bucks. Holy shit. I th- It sounds like a stupid thing to on which to spend $400. Like you know when you, we're we're not like big like budget guys, but I think that we both kind of have a general understanding of like here's what I'm not spending a lot of money on. Yes. And we will spend like so much money on like dumb Brad shit Garrett that does cameo. not mean. Yes. For example. Yes. Just spitballing. But yeah, like a four hundred dollar vacuum seems like it probably does a lot of the same stuff that like a, a hundred dollar vacuum does. Oh, but here's the thing. If you have if at some point this vacuum enters your life, so like if you live with someone who has the vacuum or I don't know, if you have friends who has the vacuum or whatever, and then that vacuum is no longer in your life, that vacuum could cost two thousand dollars <laughs> and you would buy it the next day. I'm not kidding. Something about it. I love that vacuum. I love that for you, but I'm not interested. Uh, v V8 heads, if you're out there listening, and I ain't talking, I ain't talking about the juice muchacho. Okay, you know what V8 is? Yes, I do. Very <laughs> had V8. Yes, it's kind of gross. I reckon it just probably tastes like tomatoes. V8 Splash is kind of kind of dope though. Oh yeah, V8 Splash is like apple juice. Yeah, and... it's it's like definitely super unhealthy. I remember that. I remember it's got like a shitload of sugar, maybe. Yeah, because it tastes good, so I just assume so. I worked uh, when I was working construction as a high schooler. I remember one of the guys that I worked with would always drink V8 Splash, and I was like, "Man, I wasn't like this adult douchebag yet." But I was like, "Man, you could have like a Coca Cola." Yeah, <laughs> it is the same thing, and Coca Cola rocks. Although some people, you ask them, they'll they'll drink Pepsi. That's right. And I go over to their house, and I'm like, God, come on. You knew I was coming over. You couldn't... You know I like Pepsi. You couldn't Couldn't get me a six-pack? Such a good joke. Tim Heidecker. An evening with Tim Heidecker, if you've never heard of it. I almost watched that the other night. A big... Uh, I, I was just about to say, I watched that a lot during the pandemic. That was basically the story I was about to tell. But we all Very know cool, that. Very cool, yes. Um, so, who knows where Lord is? Uh, we got to talk about... Speaking of comedians... Yes, that, our Lord. Yes. Your... Your segue was better than mine. Speaking of comedians that are uh, often often make us uncomfortable, but are very funny, the best, like le- legitimately. And this goes towards the like I was just saying with podcasts, where and the, the, I'm, I'm not saying it in like a we're better than more popular podcasts because maybe sometimes we're not better than more popular podcasts, but like the numbers or whatever, a lot of metrics don't necessarily totally paint the correct picture for example norm mcdonald is like legitimately one of the funniest comedians ever he's like, like very one of the very funniest short people ever. very very short list and obviously he had a huge career was a household name widely recognized like, as like one of the best but like he's not he was never kevin hart or he was never um he was never like dane cook or even like great comedians, I, like Dane Cook, maybe isn't an excellent comedian. Where um, Kevin Hart at, at points could be, but like I'm sure like Dave Chappelle would tell you like, oh please, like I'm 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 not Norm Macdonald. So like Norm Macdonald was just always in the picture, and obviously a huge star. It's not like he was, it's not like he was like working for for his supper or whatever. But never the Okay, this is like the biggest comedian in the world. 
And that's why I love him, because being the funniest person probably doesn't make you the biggest comedian. Like, he's, he, he's, he's way less accessible. Yes. He's weirder. He's super dark. He's the best. Yeah, he hits like he hits like a very weird, weird sort of like checklist where he is uncomfortable and like not everybody's gonna get it and not super duper accessible. But so many people recognize that he is like a genius. Yeah, everything I tweeted this after um, that news came out. Everybody who is funny, like, like now is derivative of norm mcdonald everybody who you think is like legitimately funny like if you have a friend who's funny us like we're like the the way i find you funny could be traced back to norm mcdonald definitely like the way i try to be funny is like kind of uh, at times like defiant kind of humor (laughs) yes like this could be funnier and this is the exact window i'm going to put it in instead and like that that's the hope there. And yeah. that's and Norm Macdonald did that so unapologetically. Yes. And that's like Tim Robinson. Yes. Super duper influenced by Norm Macdonald, even though Tim Robinson is a lot more theatrical and flamboyant and Norm Macdonald is like Canadian dry. Yes. He's like ginger ale. Yes. He's like a like dry humor, but super Canadian as well. Yeah. It's and like I think that's that's sort of where like the beauty of Norm Macdonald lies is that like even when he should be bombing a joke, it's still fucking funny because his delivery is great and like you just sort of appreciate him going for it. Yeah, I mean, I, and I think that that's like half the half the fun of Norm Macdonald is that he's just like he should probably be freaking out in his head that like hey. We're not really going. We're not really like, getting anywhere. They don't wait. Do, do they? Do they not understand? A lot of comedians, I'm sure, would say, "Shit, do they know that I'm taking the piss here?" Right. Like, do they? Do, they need to get that this is tongue in cheek, and he's just instead like, "Oh my god, <laughs> they this is even <laughs> they funnier." They might now. not get it. This yeah. is even funnier now because if I can get this and God, like, Lord willing. This is recorded, and I can get out this joke to absolute silence. This will be the funny... Like, I will watch this back for eternity because this will be the funniest thing I've ever done. Obviously, we're referring, I think, to the Bob Saget roast, which is the height of comedy for me, legitimately. It's so funny. Intentional bombing, and we just talked about an evening with Tim Explaining his own jokes, yes. If there were to be... I'm glad you mentioned that. I'll get to that in a second. If there were to be a scene with comedy the way there is now with music where like, ooh, like there was distortion on that guitar. Therefore, you it's like Paramore. Okay, Olivia Rodrigo, now you got to pay Paramore. If that were to happen with comedy, then immediately Norm MacDonald would get half of whatever money Tim Heidecker made off of an evening with Tim Heidecker. Because that is doing the Norm MacDonald thing to an extreme. like Even extreme for him, which is like... I am going to think of the wrong way to tell these jokes, memorize the wrong way to tell the joke, get so comfortable telling this the wrong way, and then get out there and just like bask in doing this incorrectly (laughs) and not fucking saying funny things. If you haven't seen an evening with Tim Heidecker, the joke that Pete just told about Pepsi and he said there's some people who like Pepsi, some people who like Coke. And one of the big jokes he tells is, 
for example, I went to my manager's the other day, and he had nothing but co- but Pepsi. And I told him, what are you doing? You know I like Coke. And like that, That's it, the joke. Like, <laughs> pauses for laughter. Like The whole thing gets groans. And that's the type of shit that Norm MacDonald would do. He would also do... Um, you said the explaining, the the little like tag on your own joke that doesn't need explaining. Everybody I know, like all my friends do that. Everybody just like everybody fucking got that from him. Mm-hmm. And like if you say something and then you're like, you see because of whatever, that's Norm Macdonald. Yeah, and like he was so good at at uh like he would telegraph the punchline so often but it would just wouldn't matter cuz it was still funny cuz he was Norm Macdonald like nobody gets away with like the shit that he gets away with just but by the fact that he's Norm Macdonald you know what's crazy is i've mentioned the right side of youtube before the suggested videos i've been getting pounded with norm mcdonald videos really? recently and i've been watching them all which obviously perpetuates that i'm going to get more of them but i was watching like in recent days i was watching a bunch of norm mcdonald videos the one where he's on conan so what you're saying is that this is your fault I, I don't think i made it happen let's hope not did you see have you seen when he's on conan and uh they're talking to an actor from Melrose Place. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, th- I think that is probably my Conan's great, or uh, my uh, Norm's greatest hit. Amazing. For me. Like, I know everybody loves the moth joke. Yeah. But for me, it's it's like the carrot top one. Yeah. It's so fucking funny. The, the funniest part of that, and like, there's a million funny parts, but where uh, Conan forgets the name of the movie and the, the, oh. act, the actor says, Chairman uh, of the board. Chairman of the board. And, and that's where, like, you Conan, know it's coming. Yeah, but, like, Conan, knowing Norm, challenges Norm. He goes, do something with that one, you freak. Yeah. Like, expecting that Norm wouldn't do something with it. And he immediately does. And it's the funniest thing. Like, oh, everybody so, dies. So that one I thought was, like, when he says chairman of the board, I remember when I first saw it, I was like, well, you just fucking. You just gave it Layup. to him now. That's what, I'm, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, Conan didn't think that he would be able to do something with that and yeah. just goes, do something with that when you freak. Yeah. Couldn't be. Oh, man, that would, that's shooting fish in a barrel. For right, him. yeah. But the, the, the great tag of, uh, she's like, oh, it's, yeah, there's a lot of steamy <laughs> scenes with uh, Carrot Top in this movie. It's like nine and a half weeks. <laughs> and... He's, if you haven't seen this video, I'm sure everybody has, but he's like the guest that was in the previous block. So it's like you just kind of sit there and you maybe like you're supposed like, to just like you say one or light two things, banter, not hijack that. the person's interview. Yeah. And he says, oh, more like nine and a half seconds. And they're like, OK, yeah, very good. They continue on. And he says, because because he ejaculated prematurely. <laughs> so good. So, I mean, you, I've, everyone's seen that. Everyone, I hope, has seen the roast of Bob Saget. That's my favorite Norm MacDonald thing. It's good, yeah. Susie also, I hope, here. hope that everybody's she's seen... She's vegetarian, but <laughs> I don't know, Sue, you always seem full of baloney to me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I hope that everybody's seen all the things that we're talking about, and I also hope that everybody's seen the news that Norm MacDonald died yes. this week, Very uh, which is why we're discussing this. And, uh, like, would be stunning no matter what. But it's, like, super stunning that he had cancer for, like, almost a decade. 
Yeah. Nine years. Although Jesselnik tweeted, um, having cancer for nine years and not telling anybody is the most Norm MacDonald shit ever. Yeah. Maybe but like, that's like a you got to know him type of thing. Uh, but also it's like, I, I could, maybe he's talking about like his type of humor where like, like, he would just like, ju- like that's just like just like smirk, yeah, yeah. just like smirk through like the darkest thing in the world. <laughs> but for nine none years. of you know. Yeah, you'll soon find out. Uh, no, I, yeah, it's uh, like the same thing happened with like like that stuff stuns me. The same thing happened with Chadwick Boseman, yes. and it's just like Jesus Christ, I cannot imagine having to like. I guess you don't have to, but like being and willing, willingly doing that in silence. Yeah, especially he- like now when like. Literally, everybody takes the opportunity to make everything about themselves, and oh yeah, like anything happens, and people run to Twitter, and they're like, "Oh, this could have happened to me." Yeah, I mean, he—that um, is very true. He works in, and I, I have also started to kind of see that it is just weird how people and people grieve in their own ways and everything, but it is weird how people react to things like that. Where sometimes it can even become like we just referenced probably two of Norm's greatest hits and say hope you've seen that giggled about those but there can also be a little bit of like one-upsmanship when somebody dies oh yeah of like like for example we were talking about abba and billy joel last week about how like different fans uh get territorial about certain things yeah it's like if an artist dies to be like while the rest of you are tweeting out like this obvious song yeah check out this album it just goes like, back to, to Twitter, and we've talked about this a million times. Like, Twitter is just a competition of people trying to say that they care more than somebody else. Yeah. Which is, I I maintain that's not always how we were. Somehow no. that started happening on Twitter, and then I'm sh- we've done it. Everybody, like, that's just how people behave on there. Yeah. It's it just like, uh, like a, basically, like, there was a point system introduced to Twitter, yeah. and... It doesn't really exist, but everybody's competing for the most points. I think I'm hopeful that at some point that is going to change and we will look back on this and not like how um, just uh, a a lot of selfishness and a lot of just kind of weird being self-centered sort of stuff, but also like how thoroughly mean we, we were. I feel like maybe it's slowly going back in the right direction and it's like becoming a just a place for people to be fucking weird. Yeah. And I hope I hope we get back to that. Yeah, I mean that that's where that's where we can certainly shine. If you don't follow us on Twitter, uh Pete's uh, at Pete Blackburn. I'm um I do a lot of the the brunch account. It's uh <laughs> listen to brunch and then I got my own side project going on over there at you uh, go. <laughs> at uh what am I? DJ underscore bean. It's like a lot of uh like a lot of sports music kind of like that a blue, you got that stuff. blue check mark though i'm i'm verified how'd you how'd you get that one in my past life in my past life was, i used to be a reporter it was like this whole thing it's crazy i would cover hockey go to games knew all the guys it was a really good time so you check me out I, I tweet a lot about nfts now as well get yeah, some of those you've dude I, nfts are so fun i know i, don't, I, don't I believe you i believe you them, but they're so fun you know it's not fun. What getting constant updates about how fun NFTs are 
when incorrect not constant updates i've given you i've i've intentionally several. left you out of it i've intentionally left you out of it you've intentionally left me out of like 80 percent of it because it's a hundred percent of your time i'm still getting 20 percent of those updates oh no no wrong i would say it's it's it, i i i'm legitimately excited for you but it's like one of those things that like i would love to get excited about you getting excited but I just legitimately don't understand what is happening. I'm so confused. Okay, so like don't 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 push it. I'm I not, could do that too. No, I could I'm do not that trying too. to piss on your parade. I'm just saying I'm like I still know literally nothing about it. The same nothing that I knew last week. Okay, so but, but what I'm realizing is this NFTs is Twitch a year later. <laughs> yeah. I do I so I do appreciate that the community is awesome. Yeah. You've been relaying a lot of that where like you just wake up in the morning and it's 90,000 people on NFT Twitter just wishing you good morning. <laughs> they, they tweet, Have a good GM, day. Good morning. GM. Sometimes they'll put a coffee cup next to it and then you'll respond to that maybe with uh, like GM. I, I kind of sit that out. I've only done one GM tweet. But I look at them and I, I think it's very funny. If you got into GMs, I would be uh, I'd be very happy about that because being on Twitch and being in the gaming community for like the last two years. Oh, do they do GM? They do GGs. So what, like, what does that mean? I see that all the time. Good games. Ah, so I've seen that. I see that from uh, from Rev's Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah. Like like yeah. You, you, like the the other team played a played a nice match. Hey, GGs. Okay, so like I'll see like a. A player, it's like, it's, like it's a like soccer a hand, player it's like, after a game will tweet like GG exclamation point. Yeah, good like, game. It's oh, it's so like a handshake line. So just blasting it's, out some respect for the yeah, opponent. Yeah, it's like a handshake line uh, at the end of at the end of like a a, a soccer match or something. You know, going down the line, going good game, good game, good game, good game, and like you say it to your buddies after like you're, you're hopping off for the night. You go ah yeah I'm uh in my last one GG's fellas. I love it. The um the only thing but I the, really lean into is um. People say probably nothing as like they they kind of use it as this like chip on their shoulder underdog type of thing where like oh nobody believes in the NFT community so whenever there's news that suggests the NFT community is thriving they'll quote tweet it with probably nothing for example um, like Steph Curry partners with whatever Tom Brady announces new line of NFTs like NFT people will quote tweet it with probably nothing me and my friends who stink at nfts because we're new to it will only will use probably nothing to describe something terrible happening to us <laughs> so it's <just> like <laughs> oh i'm just getting in on this mint uh spent this much money on it looks like nobody else is buying them and they're not even going to end up selling out so you won't be able to resell them at any point probably nothing <laughs> my wife left me yeah probably nothing probably, yes exactly it's such a good time so ggs good games um my the problem there that i was getting to i, I hope that gms becomes like a, a, a like a, a frequent part of your vocabulary because now i've gotten to the point where like i'm saying goodbye to people in like real life conversations and i've have to stop myself from saying ggs uh, it is a tough look uh, you're like um, you've almost left you've left my house like a bunch of times after a podcast and i've come very close to saying uh ggs ggs i'd appreciate i'd appreciate Gilies more that'd be better 
Geely's. This is the Patreon. It's uh, suckmydick.com. Geely's, yeah. Patreon.com slash listen to brunch. Uh, last question. Um, you, oh, how does the Met Gala I'm, still I'm afraid happen? to look at it. What? Uh, to search suckmydick.com and see if it's a real website, which I'm assuming that it is, and I don't want to do it. Yeah. But what if we got suckmydick.com and it reverted to the Patreon? That'd be hilarious. I mean, the exp- at some point, we would have to explain that to somebody. I don't know who we would have to explain it to. For sure. They'd be like, this is problematic. And you'd be like, right. you ever watch Geely? Well, actually, not to get really in the weeds, but I, at work, was pushing. We were kind of trying to shy away from when Kyrie Irving yelled that at a <laughs> yes. fan. And I was trying to like set... I was defending Kyrie because the fan was being a, a jerk to him. St- you still don't don't gotta be mean to the fan, but I was like, there is at least a possibility that these people know each other, love each other, are in like a relationship. And I was trying to explain why like it's not the worst thing. It's here's no. how it couldn't be such a bad thing. I mean ultimately it's just like saying go fuck yourself. You yeah. Know? Like it's we, we get a it little It holds the same message. Right. I actually, I, yeah, I got into a conversation recently about like the the remaining things that people can say. Like, I've been on calling people assholes forever because that is a universal. This person sucks. It's a timeless, timeless classic. But like, go fuck yourself is like on a shortening list of things that I think will always hold up. Yes. Like, there's no way. This is going to be terrible in like three years where it's like, <laughs> they said, go fuck yourself on a podcast. Um, but yeah, I don't think go fuck yourself is uh, is going anywhere. Uh, how does the Met Gala still happen? Why? I'm not like against it. I'm, I actually sneaky am against it, but I'm not, it's not like my cause. I'm, a, I'm just like, I'm against people freaking out over it. Dad, I wish that it would just like happen in silence. Yeah. Like I maybe every now and then just see someone post like they were there and that's it. Yeah. Like or or just like s- stay in like your own corner of Twitter. I you just, know? I think like that... I, I like being I don't like yucking on people's yums, mm. but I don't like when the when the yuck like makes it makes it impossible to escape. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like if I logged on Twitter every fucking Sunday night these days and everybody was still talking about The Walking Dead, I would I'd be furious. Yeah. I'd be pissed. And like I I know that the people that people love The Bachelor and stuff and I'm sure that like maybe if I gave it a chance I I could get into it. But the fact that like my timeline is just drenched in Bachelor and Bachelorette tweets I have a really for hard time 51 with the weeks a year cuz it never, never stops. I've never about it, but I've a really hard like, time. Like it's with just that. annoying yeah. because you you don't know what's happening, and everybody's tweeting the same shit over Everything and over is the again. Same thing. It's and just I'll, like a name, like oh Brian. For see, I I can tell. I'm without watching the show. This sounds like I'm sound like such a hater, but like I can tell when I see the joke that I don't even I, that I don't understand at all. I can tell when I see the joke. I'm like, oh, that one's fucking lame. <laughs> like because you see everybody has a thousand tweets right. about Brian. Everyone's making a thousand jokes about Brian. And I'll see like one of our friends, and I'll be like, "Yikes!" And it sounds so that very... was the best you could do with Brian. <laughs> and it sounds it probably sounds infuriating for people that like aren't sports fans and they're listening to us talk about this because 
Like that's sports 52 weeks a year. Right. Where it's people just tweeting the same fucking like, oh my God, LOL. It's like, I do that a lot. I will. I, I, I did that. I did that last night with the Monday night football game. Cause I fucking had to, it's yeah. the only thing that you can tweet. It's like, oh my God, incredible. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. going to say, I'll let a, an LOL, an LMAO, a girl. I'm like, damn, like something <laughs> like that. And like the people who aren't sports fans have to deal with that shit all the time yeah but like the thing about the met gala is that it's it's always just all over the place and it's people just wearing wacky shit and it's like i I can i guess i can understand how people get into it i just don't see like i don't understand the purpose of it i don't i don't totally understand the met gala what's crazy for me or the the thing i struggle with and explain this to me if if anyone can because i'm legitimately saying i'm not saying this maliciously i'm saying I do not understand this. Um, that in 2021, with all of the reflection that we've done on how money is spent and what we need, how, what like, we don't, how things are structured and people and different people and different, let's say, sums of money and how they kind of rule the world, to then have still have this like pageant of richness, I think. Again, like I, it's not my cause. I'm and not are, saying like you and, must not do this, but I, I'm saying I'm surprised that people think it's still in good taste to say we had this, we threw this big thing, and all the most beautiful rich people got, and it's as, like super exclusive. They were as rich as they could be at this thing, and I'm not saying like rich people shouldn't be allowed to be rich, and do whatever the, you want. But. And there's like a, there's a lot of things in the world that are essentially like a pageantry of richness. A lot of things, but most of them at least provide like cover fire of being for the purpose of something. Yeah. You know, like even fucking like the VMAs, which were a day later after the Met Gala are like, they serve a purpose. People are there for these like awards or like you go to the Kentucky Derby. It's for the purpose of a horse race, but it's just people being like obnoxiously rich and stuff. Yeah. Even like that serves a purpose. I know that the Met Gala is like, it's like a raises money or something, but like, you're raising money by spending so much money and just being like, I'm, I have so much disposable income. Yeah. And again, maybe I don't understand it. It's similar to, I, I felt a little weird about, I don't know if I said this, but in 2020 where we reflected so much on like, on privilege and white privilege and like certain people just being placed a million steps ahead of other people. And, like, we thought about that and realized it and had, like, real discussions about it. And then everyone was like, hold on, a new Taylor Swift album came out. <laughs> Got to buy five copies of it on every... Uh, on, and I'm not saying, like, don't listen to Taylor Swift or whatever, but I'm like, it, 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 it can clash a little bit with, like, important ideals that I think we're starting to consider. But, again, I'm not saying that, like, the Met Gala shouldn't happen. I'm not... Or... It just seems like... I would think that they would tone it down a lot with how many people don't have money right now and the con- the shape that the country is in right now to still kind of do a look at them. Haley Steinfeld went as a different person. Did yeah, you see Haley did, Steinfeld? Yes. Yeah. They, so these people are so rich. Again, I'm not just, hating on rich people. They, they, they are going as else. different <laughs> human beings... Yeah. I would 
I don't know. I, I haven't really followed much of it on Twitter, but so I don't know if there's like a huge backlash or anything. But it's no, I did see. I did and maybe see. Maybe I misunderstood. I'm I mean, I saw a lot completely. of people uh, like taking exec- exception uh, to AOC mm-hmm. saying wearing a dress that says "Tax the Rich." At the Met Gala, like, which there is levels of irony there. Like ask I, them. I, right? I do understand that, like, you know, you can, you can hang out with rich people and also like want them to be taxed and and things like that. But like, there is like a level of irony is saying tax the rich while attending the Met Gala and paying like thirty thousand dollars for a plate. Yeah. So you know, um, tax the rich, everybody. So who'd you who wore it the best at the yes. Met Gala? Tell us. Tax the rich, everybody. And again, that wasn't an anti-Taylor Swift thing. It was just like a we were just all in such like a hey, let's check out stuff that isn't just being force fed to us by like this massive yeah, system you, that's been in place. You can still forever. like things that you like. Of course you can still like, but but it kind of ran counter that I, I was seeing a lot of people constantly being like, here are resources to find music from like non like I don't know, billionaire artists that are this, 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 and this. And then like a minute later, they were like, shut the hell up. <laughs> Gotta listen to this. Uh, by the way, I needed to get this takeout this week. I've decided within like the past week or so that I'm just, I'm out on Olivia Rodrigo. Ah, uh, this is going to be tough. No, I don't. I mean, like, I'm. Because there, there is like a there that we could. I don't want to go there. Uh, yeah, no, like, I, I don't want to go there either. But I'm just deciding, uh, like, personally speaking, I never really got, like, the massive hype, and I just am getting annoyed by Olivia Rodrigo as we go along. So, putting it on the podcast, okay, putting it officially in ink that I'm out on Olivia Rodrigo. I, I like that album a lot. I have more reading to do because there's been... She, she may have lightly ignited, like, a slight culture war with some comments she made that you could understand why she would say them and i think a lot of people support them but also obviously very offensive to other people and i i I haven't thought enough about it to have a correct opinion on it and it's like a lot of things there's a lot of nuance involved there's it's it's not like a correct answer my stance is like a a a mixture of not totally getting it. Like, I think that the album was good, but I think that people went way too overboard and were, like, so quick to crown Olivia Rodrigo as, like, the next hottest shit when yeah. she's just making Paramore songs. Uh, eh, oh, she's not making Paramore songs. Oh, she made was... one Paramore song. So that's the thing. She paid and then made it so... So now she said, I made a Paramore song. But I'm like, dude, you didn't. You ripped off... You ripped off Courtney Barnett more than you did Paramore. There is nothing, legitimately, there is nothing musically that suggests that that's that she ripped off Paramore. There is tons of stuff musically that suggests she ripped off other people that she didn't pay. But here's the thing: people who are buying Olivia Rodrigo albums don't know who Courtney Barnett is. I don't really know who Courtney Barnett is. So there, and. The chorus got loud in one of her songs, so people were like, "That happens in a Paramore song." <laughs> it's the same thing. It's so like, there, I'll, I'll you can her. you can listen to "Good for You" and not be like, "This sounds just like." It doesn't sound just like you could say that. Like it's in, you could say that like it's dynamically it does. For me, it similar. sounds just like it. It makes you think of it. So You're more musically scholarly than I am, but that song reminds me exactly of Paramore. All right, well, so if but it's uh, the, so the it's, reminder thing, I think should still be. Okay, but if you if you are hearing it and if a lot of people are hearing it and actually and think this sounds like that song, 
then if there's a way to put that in writing and oh, it's not like, be me quantify that, I know, no, <laughs> yeah. but I'm saying like clearly if enough people are thinking it, then there's a case to be made and that's why she ended up paying it. But as far as like, hey, is this song like that? I cannot in good conscience say yes. Okay, fair enough. So it, for me, it's a mixture of like the music being a little overblown and her just like saying shit. Yeah. <laughs> and like I understand that she's, she's like a really young, young person. Yeah. yeah, so like I, I'm just sort of like I'm distancing myself from the Olivia Rodrigo movement. You know what? I'm, I think I'm going to join you. I mean, we, yeah. we saw a conversation happening on Twitter and we just sent to each other. We were like, not touching it at all. Absolutely not. Yeah. Well, let's just like yes. stay yes. away from. <laughs> yeah. It's just not worth being around. A lot of people are going to end up yelling at each other. Oh, yeah. Sit that oh, one yeah. out. Yeah. It, there's, if there's like a one thing that we've learned over the past five years or so, it's that like you probably don't want to get into trench wars with uh, with the uh, the the fan bases of extremely yeah. popular pop musicians if you smell gasoline <laughs> yeah. then just even when even when run. dunking on like the Nicki minaj tweet yesterday about like her her, uh, her her friend's cousin's testicles that are like nine times the size that they should be and blaming yeah. it on the covid vaccine even like dunking on that tweet i was a little like is this worth it because i'm sure Nicki minaj has some like very powerful twitter users in her corner oh yeah and do i really want to strap on the gloves for that fight Went for it anyway. It hasn't gotten much blowback because I think that like ninety nine percent of Twitter is dunking on that absurd tweet. But uh, yeah, it's it's not a war that you want to get engaged in half half heartedly. I mean, people are going to print that tweet out and wear it on t shirts. <laughs> I fucking that, hope so because that tweet's hilarious. That goes with that goes without a doubt. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll like get some tie dye Nicki Minaj tweet shirts like there's it's not super fun to laugh or uh maybe smart to laugh about stuff like that way especially it's like dude just it is when get the vaccine like then we'll make absurd. jokes yeah, like, like yeah. as a hey, we'll make as many jokes as you want just make sure you get the vaccine first and then we'll make it but that was a universally holy shit somebody wrote this and then hit send yeah and it's it's way funnier to to uh like when you think about the possibility that there's just like this guy in trinidad who like probably cheated on his fiance, got an STD, and saw his like his balls blow up, and then all of a sudden Nicki Minaj is putting him on blast with like a like a, a tweet that was just the absolute alley oop of Twitter for a whole twenty four hours. Insane. It's a tough development for that guy. So that that's why we're not talking about Olivia Rodrigo. That's anymore. right. 